everyone, welcome back to the What is Key Pro Tour podcast. And I'm here with the organizer, and not only that, but also one of the top athletes from the tournament, Jonathan Travers. JT, how are you doing, my friend? Yeah, Matteo, I'm doing great. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. No, of course. Thank you for, for being here. Um, look, before we go into the, the recap of the tournament, just give me a sense of when this tournament started. Why did you have the idea? You know, a, a little snippet of history of the Travers Grand Prix. Yeah, so the first year was 2018 that we put the event on. But early in my career, I don't remember exactly the years, but in England, three sisters had a the three sisters pro am and they had exactly the same concept that i have at the grand prix go-karting shooting and water skiing and they did it for two years i've never had that much fun in my life at the pro event so i was like this event needs to keep going for some reason it didn't work out for them they stopped doing it so a few years went by and i have a good friend, Michael DeMello, and I said, Michael, I think we got this concept. And he's a car guy. He loves racing stuff. I was like, I think I have this concept. And he's like, I'm in. Let's do it. And 2018, we did it with Min Salm. And about, I would say, 35 amateurs, somewhere in there. Yeah. And then um, it's just built up to this year of having 85 con- total athletes with uh, full pro men's song and women's song. So it's just been exciting to see something actually grow. And you, Mateo, are the one that in 2018 I contacted and I said, Hey, what do I do? Like, right. Where do I even start? And uh, you've, you've guided me the right directions and helped me a lot throughout the, the process from 18 to current date. And, you know, we spoke off the mic, but it's just so cool to see after a few years, you know, like events that you and I dreamt about starting now continuing and, and, and being, you know, basically now staple uh, of the of the tour season. You know, now people expect uh, your tournament to happen, my tournament to happen. So it's cool to see that we got uh, a bit of history now, you know? Yeah, um, totally. And it's, it's just cool to see what we can do. Like, I never dreamed of having a pro event where people are like already asking me about next year. You know, I never thought that would ever be possible. And now it's just, it's there. We're doing it. And it's just really cool. And you just concluded the fifth edition this year. Uh, Tournament ran from Friday to Sunday. Two rounds uh, plus final. Now, going a little bit through the preliminary rounds, uh, I believe, was it a Leche last one in? Or like, I think the cut was 239 for the women, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. Which is a very high yeah. cut for a pro women's um, slalom final. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I think it it comes down to having the right people. You know, you have the right officials, the right drivers, the right the energy. You know, you have Vince TWBC. You have Scott Ellis, Scott Greenwood. You have Dana Garcia and and Sasha. Her future daughter-in-law running the event for me and it's just the energy here makes everyone just relax and just go out there and ski well there's no intense vibe so the the women skied unbelievable i couldn't believe watching some of the girls like in the finals i think four girls ran 39 off like i don't know i got told it's happened before but man if it hasn't or it has whatever that's unbelievable skiing to those ladies and 
I went up to all of them. And I just started hugging them. I'm like, thank you. Great scheme. And it just makes me want to do it, put more events on. When athletes come to me after the event and say, dude, unbelievable. Let's keep going. And it's been cool. Absolutely. No, and, and you know, I was just looking at this course here. It was kind of the same situation as we've seen with the men throughout the season, right? So there were a few two at 39s, so Paige and, and Vanessa, that didn't make it in. So we're getting to, a, to, me, to a level right now in pro skiing where, you know, it might be that two at 39 for women, three at 41 for men, but it's not enough to do it. You have to back it up in order to make the final, right? Like if you don't have that backup score, um, you know, you, you might just not even yeah. get a chance. Yeah, Leche. Yeah, Leche had two at 39 the first round, then had to go back out and run 38 again. And, and get two. I'm sure. I'm sure she's so stoked to have two rounds back to back at 38. You know, so yeah. it was just super cool to see Alice. She works her butt off with Vince at TWC just to see her hit that level that she's maybe has done before, but maybe not be as consistent as the other, some of the other girls to be out there and go out there and do it. It was really cool. You know, yeah. it's just I didn't get it. The thing that's sad was I didn't get to enjoy it as much as I wanted because I got to ski. Still, you gotta you ski, know? you gotta organize, you gotta move things around. Like, yeah, so I know I haven't had time now with the world coming up and the ski school slam going crazy that I haven't had time to sit back and just go, I'm gonna watch the webcast, right? You know, right? And that's when probably the tears will come out, you know, it's just just hard work pays off. You know, well, look, you feel free to tear up during this recap together, you know, if you if something hits yeah. you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so what else? Uh, I mean, obviously, the final uh, was crazy because we had four women running uh, 39 in the final round. Uh, but sticking with the prelims, uh, obviously, Regina didn't miss a 39 this time around. Two in the first round, one in the second. Um, yeah, the, so into the finals, there were three women, Jamie, Whitney, and Regina, that had ran 39. But obviously, you know, uh, Mano had a five and a quarter. We know that Ali now, could run. That was it. amazing to see her smile, man. Like, Manon hasn't been around the scene that much. She did a lot of the tournaments in Europe, but she hasn't been in the States very much. And just to see her go out there and do what she knows how to do yeah. again. She's one of the best song skiers in the world. I said it when she was a junior. I'm like, this girl's unbelievable. Like, she's going to be there. She's going to, I said, she's going to run like put these girls up for it, you know, and she's had some injuries. Her back's been a little bit sore, but just to see her go out there and get around six, what 39 again, that smile on her face was priceless. Yeah, know? no, for sure. So that was really cool. Sure. And, uh, and then we get to the final and Ali, I believe fourth of the dock. No, maybe even less third of the dock. Yeah. Runs 39. Like runs 39. She was fourth. 41. Yeah. She was the first girl in the final to run 39. She ran four and a half at 39 in the first round, four at 39 in the second round. She goes yep. off the dock, runs 39, first time here at the ski school where she, she trains here quite a bit. And, man, she's been on fire. And oh, yeah. I asked her. I, she started dating Nate Smith. I said, what is he saying to you? Because right when they started dating, she started running 39. I'm like, she's a lefty. I'm like, what is he saying? Teach me, you know? <laughs> yeah, let me know. And, yeah, exactly. And, you know, that combination right now for her is on fire and she's just, man, it just, 
And you I know, know. I'm pretty proud. Out there with the confidence. I'm pretty proud that I sort of called it after she ran it in Kayafa, because to me she has been close for a couple of years, and it was one of those things where, okay, after she runs it once, she's gonna run it. You know, like she's going to be one of those women that runs 39, and kind of happened. Like she ran it here, I believe she ran it. What else in California, maybe? Yeah, California. I think she ran it at that pro event before the California Pro Am. Oh, oh yeah. Greg's, I don't remember the name of that event. I didn't go to it, but um, she ran it there. Yeah, she's ran it like four times, I believe, this year. And big season, man. To get big four, season. like, think about that. Allie Nicholson, four and a half at thirty nine, four at thirty nine, a half at forty one. Yeah, worst core four, you know. Yeah, that's unbelievable. <laughs> no, exactly. You know? Exactly. So the pressure is on for the other was on for the other women. Uh, Mano didn't didn't run it. Uh, actually, at an early fall at eleven in the final, and then I believe it was Jamie won. Yes, so she took the lead. Then Whitney won. So there was a potential runoff scenario, um, and then Regina went out the dock and. Took a bit of a revenge of everybody else uh, from Malibu Open, and with two, she took the win. Um, now, you were there. I know you were getting ready because you also had a final to ski. But what was the vibe? What, what was your impression of the women's final? Some of the highest level skiing, obviously, with four girls running into 10-2. I'm a little biased when it comes to women's following because Jamie and Allie, right. but uh, mainly Jamie, I we ski together every day. Um, she just, she has, she's a firecracker, man. She doesn't stop. She's strong as hell. She's been battling a little knee injury this year, but no one even notices. <laughs> it's crazy. She um, won't say. Yeah, she won't say a word, you know. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, the finals for women, unbelievable. Um, might be some of the highest level scheme we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I think um, the only, or the only tournament... The only tournament I recall with 439s running the final was Malibu Open two years ago, right? Uh, Mano, yeah, Jamie, like I heard something Whitney. about a U.S. Open maybe with Brooke, Menon, Whitney, and Regina in West Palm. Uh, okay. I, I got told that. I don't if that's 100% or not. Um, but other than, like, they just killed it, you know? Yeah. Some of the girls had an early fall, so, like, in the beginning, the – the energy on the, around the dock was kind of low with the girls falling at 38, you know, and that's hard because it's like jump. You get one guy boots a big one, everyone's going to start jumping far, right? Nice. Same thing with slalom. You get one person to go out there and put a big score on it, the energy level spikes, everyone's going to go out there. And, and the energy level didn't spike until a little bit later on until Allie went off, you know? Yeah. And Allie went out there and just killed it. And then the energy just went boom. And then after it, Ali ran it. Everyone ran it. There was mm -hmm. not even a, a person that missed it. So I thought that was really cool. I, again, like I didn't get to really believe in it. I, I didn't. I wasn't there really. You know, I was yeah, sitting quite in this way. chair watching my webcast when it's happening in my backyard or by out my office door. You know, so yeah. that kind of sucks just because I was I wasn't done myself. Mm -hmm. And normally I kind of changed my thing with. And you probably have done this where you put your skiing second a lot in our lives. Where yeah. if it's ski school, if it's running events, if it's whatever it is, being a TC, being a judge, whatever it is, 
this year I said, okay, there's people out there that are doing their job. I don't need to be micromanaging anyone. Let them do their job. I'm going to focus on something and that's going to be me. And I'm going to go ski. And it was kind of cool, you know? Um, so, but the, the sad part about that was, is that I didn't get to enjoy the event like I normally would have as no, in the spectator wise, you know, I think it's a different, you know, I totally resonate with you. And, and I think it takes a few editions to get there, right. To where you can say, okay, people have their jobs yeah, and I can, I can do mine, namely skiing. Um, and then I think the other thing is you appreciate it differently, right? It's more like what people tell you, what emails you get, what, you know, like it's, it's sort of like, lateral as opposed to you watching it you know yeah um, and i don't know about you mateo because you've done your event for eight years now nine years or something yeah right? next year is the something 10, like yeah. that yeah okay yeah and i've never had this before and but the email chain from the athletes alone mm -hmm. right so dane meckler chelsea mills whitney mcclintock regina emailing me saying thank you so much That's special. Yeah. That, yeah. I've never had that before. I've had a few people always reach out and whatever, but having some of these athletes, 10 of them or so writing me back saying, or writing me saying, thank you. What a great event. That's really special, you know? And that drives us. That, that fuels the fire. And yeah. 2024 yeah. back at yeah, it, you know? We're going yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah, I know. Of course. I didn't even ask. Yeah. It's like when I, I think, got interviewed by Zach on the dock. I didn't even ask my parents. I haven't asked Michael. I haven't asked anyone. I, my, Zach's like, asked me a question. I said, no, we're coming back 24. And everyone yeah, just yeah, looked at me like, very what? emotional <laughs> in that. I, I remember you, you yeah. got emotional in that comment. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. Now, uh, look, yeah, I think things are changing. You know, uh, things are changing. Athletes are have more events and things have been in the up, upward trajectory for sure in the last couple of years. So, no, good that the athletes are taking notice, you know. Uh, yeah. Now, think fair recap of the women. Let's dive into the men. Obviously, super high level in the men as well. The highest cut of the season. So, again, that 3 of 41 is starting to be the, the cut. You know, we saw it in Monaco. We saw it in Lacano. And then uh, Kayafa as well. And then we get to yours. And we have a runoff between two skiers with three and three of 41. So they, you know, in a way they did their job, they backed it up, but that wasn't enough to ascertain a final. You needed to run off for it. Uh, yeah. Um, I heard by someone that's the highest cut in history or something like that, where two threes don't make the final. Um, I've ran three multiple times in my career and haven't made a final with three. Um, yeah. It's unbelievable to me that, these guys are pushing the level that as high as it is, you know? Mm -hmm. And for me, I've had not the greatest year I've ever had. Um, I struggled a bit. And uh, for me to go out there and just ski how I did, just those guys drive me to do better, you know? And it was just a lot of fun to go out there and just really just let my emotions out on the water kind of thing. Like just go out there and just do my job. And, yeah, because uh, After round one, you you had a two, right? So yeah, pressure's on. Yeah. Like, and you also knew probably by then that three wasn't gonna cut it. So, tell me that second yeah, round so, of prelim. Yeah, so I was just like on the dock, and I haven't ran many thirty nines back to back this year. 
mm-hmm. just maybe a little head case, whatever it is. So I was just on the dock. I'm like, let's just run. Well, before that, I started second round. We were running out of time. The first mm-hmm. day went so long. I was like, boys and girls to so the open women. 32 start for women, mandatory, 35 start for men. So then I'm like, wow, I just screwed myself a little bit because I haven't started at 35 in a long time. I haven't been skiing that well. And I just said, let's go run three passes. If you can run three passes, it was successful. So you run 35, run 38, run 39. You made it into the 41. It was a great tournament. Well, I did that. And I get to the end. I look at Scott Greenwood, and I think Alex King was the boat, maybe, or one of the guys. And I just said, we're not done. Let's go dance. I want to sing to you guys at the other end kind of thing. And Greeny's like, you know how to do it, dude. You know, you've done it before. Just go out there and do it. And honestly, I had the best start I've had probably in two years. Mm-hmm. And I just got to, I think it was three ball. And I'm like, dude, don't mess up. Just get your second hand on the handle and get over to four ball because you're not in kind of thing. Yeah. And I think if I had a little bit more um, drive in practice, meaning like having those starts like that, maybe I could have done something better. And then we get to the final and I just went for it. I was just like, let's go kind of thing. And, but um, yeah, that I just, it's hard for an athlete to do something that they don't do a lot in practice. Yeah. It's a, so if you're not running 41 in practice, it's pretty hard to run it in a tournament. It is. And it is. I'm easy. a kind of person 90% of the time when I go ski in a tournament, that's pretty much how I'm skiing in practice unless it's a fluke thing i whatever but my scores into 41 if i get two or three that's kind of what i do in practice mm-hmm. um so i think that got <clears throat> excuse me i think that got kind of caught in my head where i didn't know what to do i came in a three ball the buoys on ahead of me i'm up course i'm like this is sick but then the back of your head goes right away don't mess up and right when you think of a negative thing you're in trouble so yeah, I, just I mean, kinda... I think at 41, right, as soon as you think you're in trouble, you know, like yeah, exactly. time. Yeah. So, but hey, it worked out, man. I mean, you were able to get yourself to four and make through the, through the cup yeah, for the my, final. Yeah, it's the highest score of the season, ties it, and I couldn't be happier. Like, I came in, I looked at my dad, I said, I just won the tournament in my head. You know, right. like, I don't yeah. care. I can get, and it's like what I said last year. I ran 441 in the Trevor's Grand Prix in 2022. And I didn't make the podium. I run three uh, at 41 in the finals with Brando tied. We don't make the podium. You know, the level of skiing is just going like so high. and It's amazing. Brando, whom, by the way, you guys had a perfect tie the whole weekend. Like same score in the first round, same score in the second round, same score in the final. I mean, it couldn't be any more tied than that, basically. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And. I just, I walked up to Brando. I just gave him a high five. I said, well, if you ski before me, I guess I'm just going to tie you from now on. Because <laughs> <You know, like, laughs> lefties kind of thing, you know. Yeah. He's skiing unbelievable this year. He's He's Killing been on it. fire. Yeah, Killing it. Yeah, he found so. some sort of like consistency this year that even more than years past. I mean, obviously last year he did great at your tournament, but I think this year has just been very steadily, like every time he shows up, like it's, Top eight, top five, you know. I don't think he's missed 39 off in a pro event this year. Uh, I think final at Monaco. 
fluke okay. thing missed it yeah but like he had a four like in the premium no he's yeah, he's yeah. king unbelievable but he's un- yeah it's unbelievable so then the but drama then the drama of the prelims i think i would say the two things right so sledge versus tigas runoff both of them three of 41 they go again three of 41 in the first runoff so then you guys went sudden death right like the second had to be the yeah. first yeah exactly and then tigas goes first which kind of of you know i think it was random draw but fair, fair advantage there and I, yeah a typically does two doesn't do three and then sledge you know fought a little 39 <laughs> the third 39 of the day in a row and then got himself a piece of three and and made it through just to think about how much those guys skied that day like <laughs> yeah exactly three at 41 three at 41 Adam goes out and runs another three at 41. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Like, to run it one time a day, you know, it's a big task. Exactly. And then to go out cold 39 back to back and run it, like, unbelievable. T-Gas had, or sorry, Adam had 45-minute break-ish, maybe an hour. Yeah. You know, he had to go out cold 39. We've all done it. We can do it, but it's not easy. There's no no guarantee you're going to be able to do it. And we did those guys that they make it kind of look easy too. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy. That's the thing. No. Like when you go off the dock, if we start at 32 off at 35 and you run up the line, yeah, 39 can maybe like Nate and Freddie and Will, they make the 39 look so easy. But when you go after 45 minute break and you go cold 39 and a runoff and make it look easy. Yeah. You know, just, you're, you're skiing well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that was the first one. And then, as we said, uh, Sledge made it through. And then the second one, which surprised me, was Nate in the second round deciding not to take 43, right? So yeah, the, that the was situation a... was first round, I believe. Yeah, first round, Freddie won at 43. Second round, Nate runs 41 uh, or 10-2 and decides not to go at, at, at 9-7, right? So basically saying, I don't want to start last of the dock. At least that's how I interpreted it. Thoughts? Yeah, so yeah, so there's two things I thought about that. For sure, maybe he didn't want to be top seed last off the dock. The second was Mastercraft Pro, he crashed really hard from one to two ball. That's right. Nate. That's right. So I was like, maybe there's a little bit in the back of his head. He's a little scared of 43. And my first time I ever ran 41, this was 15-something years ago, I turned one ball at 43, and I sucked the tip going to two ball. And I, mm-hmm. like, I pretty much knocked myself out, like all this stuff. It took me like six months to try 43 again. I was so scared. Mm-hmm. So his crash at Mastercraft was, I don't understand, honestly, how he was okay. Yeah, it was I watched it crash. like three times. It's really hard. Yeah. And the G-force and the, the swing at 43 is so different than any other rope length that when he took that fall, the ribs, the ankles, all that is just, there's a lot of pressure there. And, and I, maybe he was just a little scared, but I kind of think in the end, if he could rewind what happened in that second round, he would have went for it because it kind of got him in the finals not having that backup score. Yeah, you and know, that because- to me is the – yeah, exactly. So the, no backup score, right? So tight situations in the final are, are yeah. to be expected. And and yeah, and then on the other hand, I mean, not let's jump into the final, right? So – uh, there were a few threes, um, 
and then Will goes out five, five at 41, which then, you know, Zach interviewed him and he was like, well, that sets me in third, basically, which was yeah. crazy, right? Like he knew now that these, these, other, these two guys are going to run it after me for sure. You know, like, okay, that's where Slalom Skin has gotten. And then Nate goes out, runs pretty easy 41. Uh, and then at, at 43 or 97, does this, you know, I, I've seen it often even here, like he swings out, squeaks the ski out of one, and then either decides not to go for a full one, or it's somewhat of a, how can I say it? Like a casual zigzag, right? Like he's sort of like swerving out there and yeah. then cuts back in. Yeah, totally. So I would have to say on Nate's side on that, there is a jump at her site that's a little bit in the way. Right. And he actually came up to me and he goes, is, can I, you have a concern button or a bucket? I can put some concern notes in for Worlds. <laughs> and um, I'm like, we're celebrating our 50th year, Nate. The jump's been there. Just take 43 from the other direction. <laughs> he goes, all right, sounds good. And he walks off. Like, he was so calm about it. And I was like, man, if it was the other way around, I don't think I could have been that calm. And But I think even if the jump wasn't there, I don't know if he would have been able to do it like you were saying. Because yeah. he swing the swing off the wakes, he, can't, he got it way too early. Yeah. And then – the ski almost came back underneath him. And then we had to go frame by frame to even see if he got around the buoy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Vin, yeah. So I think in his mind, he was going to turn it, right? So he set himself up to turn it. Well, then he came up narrow. Well, it's 43 off. Of course, you're going to be narrow. But he came up narrow. And then he's like, okay, just get the one. Well, everything's delayed. When you, you're thinking of turning it, then you think about S-turns, then you, like, or standing up, then S-turns. It's your your mind doesn't work as fast as the movements that you have to do if you're yeah. thinking like that. If he goes through the gates, he's like, I'm going to get a one, you can do it. But when you go through the gates thinking, I'm going to two ball, and then you've got to react to your mistake to change, that's it's yeah, hard to do it at a normal. He pushes everything down. He pushes everything down for sure. Yeah. It's hard to do it at a normal 39, 41, 43. That's a different level, man. Like, yeah. I think I've ran 41 off seven times in a tournament and I've got more zeros than yeah, exactly. half or one. You yeah, know, yeah. You zero just, is a swing. perfectly normal score at 41, 43. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then landed Nate with the half because, again, as you said, there's a jump kind of on the, on the path. It's across from two three, ball. Yeah, exactly. Across from yeah. two ball on the one three line, uh, buoy line um and so he kind of avoids the ramp in a sort of like zigzag and it's a half yeah so now freddy last of the dog has to he has to run 41 he knows that and then he needs a one at 43 to win i mean that's that's insane right um he's 41 i mean one two three looked okay but then there was a bit of fighting at the end and that's lucky kept that six a uh, six ball through the exit gates. I mean, you you are notorious for taking some slack out of the exit gates, but you gotta admit that was pretty strong slack, you know. Well, for sure. Um, sorry to say this to you, Fred, but uh, he turned I think three or four ball, and I was like, oh, I don't think he's gonna do it. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna do it, you know. And the strength that guy has right now on a slalom ski is unbelievable. He's the thinnest I've ever seen him, and he's the strongest I've ever seen him, mm -hmm. and. It's not about how light you are. It's just body weight ratio, I believe, now. Like, 
I've seen it through all these athletes. Everyone can do it in different ways. But I think it's just there's a body weight strength percentage. And I think he's got it right now pretty damn dialed. And it's just watching him ski, man. Like, he can, like, stop the boat if he wanted to. You know, you're going to do whatever he wants. And then you talk to the driver, Scott Greenway. I'm like, how did you drive that? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, dude, did you not, like, get pulled around? He's like, I don't even feel him. Yeah, I am. And I'm like, what? It looks like he's, like, snapping the rope. And he's like, no, no, dude. He's so in rhythm right now. It's unbelievable. I'm like, wow. Yeah, he is. He is. And to me, like, that's one of the beautiful things about this final of this Pro Tour stop, but also others that we've seen over the year, over the, over the year, is that you got these two guys who are now, you know, kind of one, two most of the weekends that are doing it in such a different way, right? And yet they're there. You know, they're like half a buoy, runoff for gold, like, but they, but they it's look crazy. When I, obviously, I didn't really know this because I don't know why, but he get, he's inter- getting interviewed. Freddie's getting interviewed by Zach, and he goes, I've got seven seconds behind Nate. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. And for him to finish the season, the pro tour season with a win, man, I thought the guy was just going to faint. He was so happy, you know? Like, yeah. So it's just really cool to see these guys. I don't even know what the words to say. Just how they can stay so healthy and do the run 41 so much. Like I thought I'm biased again about Will. I ski with him pretty much every day. Um, He's been on fire. I thought he was going to run 41 every round, you know? Right. Um, Unfortunately, it didn't happen like that, but to watch those three skiers right now, I think they're just a little bit above everyone else. You know, they're just that next step. And yeah. I'm not going to say what we're all, including yourself, we're all far behind. It's, we're only like that one step, you know, it's not like we're, they're on the second story. We're on the first story. No, we're like every skier. I was just talking to the chief judge for worlds. And I said, there's like 10 guys right now. I could say that can literally go run 41 off. Mm-hmm. They're on the verge. Cole McCormick, man, the guy's going to take it down. You know, Rob Hazelwood, Dane again. You know, they're Corey Vaughn. The guy looks like he's falls at every buoy and he's still at the next buoy. It's unbelievable. The guy's balanced. He's having he's a, a good season, Corey. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a having cat. a good season, Corey. Um, there's so many people out there that are taking this sport to the next level. And I'm like, I just wish I was younger. <laughs> I don't know how Will and T Gas man are still doing it. Um, well, we I got do some in the tank, it. man. Yeah. Don't worry, we got yeah, something. Yeah, we got. We're holding in, in there, but yeah, for sure. Um, and so, yeah, yeah so basically, yeah. then Freddie gets into forty three, knows he has to get one, does a pretty violent zigzag at one, and takes the win in in uh, in big fashion. Right now, before we go to the final um, Pro Tour rankings, because obviously your tournament was the last tournament of the Waterski Pro Tour. There were two storylines in the final, right? Because into the event, we knew that Jamie had already won the tour and then Nate had already won the tour. But there was a big fight for third because Tigas was third and Will had to get third or better in your tournament to get third in the tour and managed to get that, to get third with 5F10-2, which is crazy that that landed him third. But, you know, that allowed him to get third on the, on the Pro Tour standings. And then uh, I believe it was Ali who needed to get 
I think she needed to win to get third, if I'm not mistaken. Um, didn't pan out that way, so Whitney maintained her third spot. And and so the final, the the tour final standings um, ended up with Nate in first with 24 points, Freddie in second with 272, so not that far off. Like, I believe if we look at your event, the difference between, like, say, 14 points was like, let's see, sixth spot. No, seventh spot. So throughout the whole season, these guys were a seventh spot afar, right? Yeah. Um, And then in third, uh, Will with 193. Tiga said 190-4, who had a good solid season as well. And then Dane in fifth with 135. So these are the five uh, skiers that received the end-of-year bonus from from the Water Ski Pro Tour. And then uh, in the women's, uh, which the Pro Tour, again, in the slalom side, the leaderboard was presented by Klipsch Marine Audio. Jamie ended up with the win with 268. And two points away, Regina with 266. 226 for Whitney in third. Ali at 218. And then Ali Garcia in fifth with 131. Now, for the women, it's even crazier because, as you know, uh, there's a two points bonus for the top score of a tournament. So in your tournament, uh, I think Freddie got two extra points and um, Regina got two extra points. So Jamie and Regina were two points apart. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. And what also is crazy is Regina didn't go to Europe. Yep. So the tournament she did do, she killed it. Exactly. To get there, right? Like, not saying Jamie didn't kill it. Man, she's on fire. She's skiing unbelievable. But, like, the week, or sorry, the to go only to, what did Regina miss five tournaments in Europe? Yep. Right? And all five of those were part of the Pro Tour, I believe. Correct? Yeah, yeah, they were. And yeah. I think this so, is a good opportunity to explain it, right? Like the tournaments that count are half of the total tournaments plus one. So yeah. Regina not doing Europe, basically she's getting zero backups. So all yeah, the tournaments exactly. she do, she did mattered, right? As opposed to Jamie, let's say, that did, or Ali, that did more tournaments. Yeah. So she, they could improve. They had some backup points to rely on. Regina had none of that. Like every tournament she did, if she wanted to do well in the tour, well, had to be very good, right? Yeah, for sure. She had a, she would pretty much had a place in the top three to be even close, really. Like, yeah. because if you don't, Jamie and Whitney went to Europe this year. Ali Nicholson was in, Ali Garcia was in Europe. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a lot bigger buffer, right? Yeah, exactly. So they, they can really fail in one or two tournaments. And still be okay. Well, if Regina goes to Mastercraft Pro, she's got to be 100% on. She's got to be in the, on the podium, basically, to to keep herself driving to stay on that top three. And I think that's unbelievable. Yeah. Really. No, no, like, crazy. Crazy, crazy good. Yeah. Uh, good tour season, honestly. You know, because also into Malibu Open, if Regina won, she had a chance to win the, the standings the, the whole season. Uh, I believe if she got second or first at your place. So, you know, that's getting for, – for Jamie to win and Regina getting second in Malibu, that sort of sealed the deal for, for Jamie. Um, but, it, I mean, super exciting season. The one thing I, w- I also want to mention at the end is that this year we had a ski brand leaderboard 
uh, with the bonus uh, of 10,000 paid by the TWBC guys. And obviously we're biased here, but the syndicate team took the win with uh, Dave Winogar as the manager and um, Will Asher, Ali Nicholson, and Jamie Bull as the three uh, team members. So thank you, TWBC, for this cool addition to the Waterski Pro Tour this year. Uh, JT, look, I know you got a lot of work to do now. There's a big event, the world's at your house in a, in a couple of weeks. Uh, best of luck with that. Thank you for joining me and thank you for putting on uh, the Travers Grand Prix. Well, Matteo, thank you. Thanks to Vince and TWBC. Thanks to everyone at the Waterski Pro Tour. I don't know if there's been a better season in our sport. Um, we got jump kind of back. We got tricks having some pro events. I don't even know off the top of my head how many song tournaments there was this year, but I can't wait for next year. It's going to be exciting. Coming back to your house, got the Grand Prix going. I can't wait to go to Greece and just eat, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, It's so exciting to have so many events and so many cool locations to go to and so many people that care, you know, about us and yeah. about our sport. And it's just cool again. I feel like it's a modern time of the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Uh different but certainly there is a resurgence and it's uh it's cool to be leading the way jt yeah thank you thanks again, buddy. buddy thank you